Welcome back, everybody. It's the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Hey, guys. I'm on your river. Tonight, we're, we're having a little bit of a different type of setup. We're going to do more of a conversational episode when we talk more about our experiences. Um, tonight, we're going to be doing a very deep episode and talking about our personal experiences. Um, tonight's topic is about depression and spirituality and and how they meet and how they help each other um so you want to start off on you um yeah sure (laughs) um i think that i i i'm sure you can relate to this where i think i grew up in a state of like chronic depression i agree and in a way, it's kind of good because I think I've been able to develop tools to, you know, break out of that. Um, you know, chronic depression is something that is, you know, there's different kinds of depression. You're talking about like at this point in my life, I go through maybe like depressive states like three, four times a year. And it's not chronic, and that's wonderful. Do you, do you see it seasonally? Because sometimes I get affected by it seasonally. By oh, the... I definitely get seasonal affective, you know, whatever yeah. it's called, sad at the end of the year. Like, absolutely get that. Um, and fortunately, for, for something like that, there's easy fixes, right? Like, you go, you take your vitamin D, you go out in the sunlight, yeah. you know, like, try to get as much sun as you tai can. Tai Chi. But... the chronic depression is really really tough and I'm not really gonna like touch on that so much because that's usually like I feel like when you have chronic depression it's usually some situation that's out of your control you know um maybe you know also grief which is also like it's different but it's the same you know like I I went through that for a few years like several years when I lost my mom like just like insane grief that you know is grief and depression all at once and you know but really like what what i find really interesting is when we talk about like the the shorter depressions that you're going through i really feel like this is something where a lot of people might tend to want to push that away like immediately when it comes and i've learned that i actually lean into it like when yeah. it comes, I get it for like a week, you know, maybe a couple of days a week here and there. And it's really healing. <laughs> you know? I also noticed that it comes, especially those short bursts coincide with different astrological um, markers oh, and different yeah. um, astrological uh, alignments that come in. Um, typically anything to do with uh, mercury retrograde typically the days leading up to it and the days leading out of it um i get really anxious and it's it's more like a, a frustration and, and like a a slow burn down here and and it just it just gets me every time and you know nothing's working the right way no you know none of my electronics are working i'm trying to deal with crazy kids it, it's like a lot of stuff all at the same time but yeah. i've noticed you know even the even the full moon and the new moon can affect you and your depression. The full moon is really tough for me. Like it's a time when most people are like more social. And for me, the full moon is usually really, really difficult. And like this last full moon that we had, like I was knocked out. Like I, I just well, the, couldn't I couldn't the full do it. moon. <laughs> the full moon shines a light on a lot of problems. 
you yeah. know, the new moon covers up the problems. The, the full moon shines that spotlight on them. So yeah. that's typically when you're doing, you know, real like manifestation release type of work and you're trying to get into a new cycle. It's, it, it, it but comes that's why full circle. It's, it's powerful. That's why it's so important to like, you know, when I say like leaning into it, like when you know it's a shorter depression, like lean, just lean into it, like try to reduce your, your, you know, your obligations. And if you can, you know, not everybody can, but it's so important to like go into those states and feel, you know, we are part of this, this earth and there's so much, there's, there's so many emotions that are in, within us and coming at us and coming through us that, you know, this is a part of it, you know, like, and we had an episode about shadow work. This is definitely, you know, having, having a short term depression is definitely actually pretty healing. Like sometimes it can be like a situation where you're, you know, your body is telling you like, Hey, you really need to shut off for a little while. Like, and then, then once that happens, all the creativity can come back. Like once yeah. you've once you've burrowed and you've like rested and gotten, you know, what you need out of that state, you know? What do you think? I'm sorry, I went on. <laughs> nah, nah, it's cool. Um, I have had a different experience with depression. Um, depression comes very strongly in, in my father's side of the family. Um I've been Honestly, I've been depressed and had struggles with it as long as I can remember. It came on when I was a little kid. Um, I was the type of kid that was very aware of my surroundings and things that were going on, things that I thought were right, things that I thought were wrong, what I agreed with, what I didn't agree with. And at the end of it, I feel like the depression was always there. It, it, It always felt like it was hanging right above me. You know, anytime I, I, I was to go into something joyful it never, I could never quite feel the joy the way everybody else did. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it made me kind of numb. Um, and I went through that. I went through life like that for a really long time, um, up into when I had my kids and yeah. the first, my, the birth of my first child, um, I struggled with postpartum depression really bad. Not like crazy Casey Anthony style. Um, <laughs> of course not. No. no. Like, I love not. my kids. They're my life. You know, they're still kicking. So we're good. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, well, how see, that that's how I deal with depression. I make jokes. So <laughs> I am terrible well, yeah. at funerals. I will be making inappropriate jokes in the back, trying not to laugh hysterically. <laughs> I'll be sad though. <laughs> <laughs> well, how did the postpartum depression manifest for you? It... I felt numb and I felt like I couldn't feel anything. Like I, here was this beautiful child that I brought into the world and I loved him, but I couldn't feel it. I couldn't feel happy. I couldn't feel sad. I couldn't feel anything. Mm. And the more I didn't feel, the more it frightened me because I felt like I was broken and I didn't know if it was hormonal. I didn't know if it was just me. I didn't know if I was truly unhappy. It was a very strange time and it went on for, for quite a while. And I tried to see, like I tried seeking, you know, therapy and and all of that. And I will say, I, I think therapy is good when you find the right therapist. Unfortunately, I have never found one that worked for me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's just, I feel like 
they either made me feel like a science experiment or <laughs> they made me feel like a freak show because of the level of dysfunction I was working with. Um, yeah. And I also felt like they were very quick to put me on powerful medication that I took and realized it didn't actually help me. And um, that's something that is like such a symptom, I feel like, of the dysfunction that we as Western, a Western society, like you are going through something that everyone goes through and it's just like, here's some medications, you know, and yeah. I'm not knocking anybody that takes medications. Like, no, I know neither am I. And if the medication works for you, you're lucky. It's just in my yeah. case, the medication didn't work for me. And yeah. it, it took me a while to realize that it was a spiritual problem. Right. I, as you all know, and I've talked about this before on the podcast that I have two chronic illnesses. Um, I was about eight years, uh, seven years into the illness when my son was born, I think. No, about six years into the illness when my first son was born. So I was still reeling from dealing with the fact that I would be in pain for the rest of my life, you know, and crazy me is like, I'm going to have kids anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you know me personally, you know, I'm I'm loca, but you know, it's your, it's your, you have a real like zest for life and that's the wrong word, but you know, like I I admire that. No, you know what it is, is I'm not going to let life give me the shit out of the stick. Mm -hmm. I refuse to take it. You know, I'm not getting my hands dirty with it. I'm going to go and figure out my own way. I'm just, I'm one of those people that like, if I don't like the answer, I'm going to find an answer I like. Yeah. And you know, thank God that I am like that because it did save me in a lot of respects with the depression because, you know, back then when I, when I was going through this issue, coming to terms with a chronic illness, coming to terms with having a child and still not feeling joy, looking around my life, you know, at the time I had a partner that was fantastic, that was really there for me. And yet I still couldn't feel it. You Mm -hmm. know, like I knew I should be happy on paper, I looked really happy, but I couldn't feel it. And it, and it was very frightening because I felt very out of control and very anxious about it, you know? And then I slowly, you know, I went to therapy. I tried that whole thing. I tried seeing a couple of different therapists. I really couldn't find one that worked for me. You know, um, like, unfortunately, like so many people, I stopped going And I started to seek other alternative ways and spirituality just happened to grab me at that time. I was, I've always been a spiritual person. I've always been, you know, involved in the craft in some kind of way, but this was the first time that I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do with my life. You know, at the time I wasn't working, I was disabled. I was pretty much bedridden, housebound. I was, you know, you remember, I never Mm -hmm. left my house for like 10 years, um, only to go to doctor's appointments. Like it was a sad state of affairs. And, you know, when I got into spirituality, I got into a different type of spirituality that I was, that I never really explored before. I I got really intrigued by shamanism and like earth-based medicines and earth and different types of like energy healing work and stuff like that. Um, And I really credit my recovery to that. I really yeah. feel like that gave me a door back into myself. You know, it helped me to tap back into emotions. Um, it helped me to go back. It's really astral journey work helped me immensely 
that cannabis. (laughs) Similarly, like, and I don't mean to interrupt, but similarly, like, that's how I feel like my insane grief was able to be rectified was because I just leaned into it so much. Like I went in and I just like, people I think were upset with me that I was grieving that hard for so long. And I just needed to, you know, do the thing and like, and, and just like maybe long past when other people, you know, try to appear to be normal on the outside. I wasn't doing that. I was just like, I'm a mess. (laughs) but here's the thing though right I was in the wrong job because of that I quit my job now they actually asked me to stay three days but I quit my job you know because I was such a mess and it was what I really needed to do and it ended up being like two years where I only was working there for like three days a week still had a great salary and I was able to sort of like slowly position myself into something else And that really needed to happen. It's funny you say that because I feel like starting my business really saved me in a lot of respects, especially from the depression cycle. Well, that's Um, what I'm trying to say is sometimes when you're in these deep depressions, they're really good if if you can try to hone in on what it is that is not right in your life. And then you have this opportunity to try to make it your life. You know, like at that moment when I was going through the worst time of my life and not really like knowing how to deal because we don't like in Western society, we really don't like look at death or depression in a way where like in a helpful way, we look at it like, yeah, we look at it like, oh God, no, please keep this away from me. You know, like just pretend you're fine. Or you you don't even want to say that you're depressed. You're just a little sad. (laughs) You know, you know, like you can't, you don't, we don't feel open to, to admit this to other people because we're so afraid of making other people feel uncomfortable, you know, and, and bringing other people down. But like, look, you know, like these are the most transformational things that you can undertake if you actually, like, if you actually have, you know, the ability to go into it and to, and to really examine, you know, really examine those feelings and really examine like, oh my gosh, this is, I feel like, like I'm feeling so much right now. You know, like that's what to me, what depression is, is maybe it it could manifest as a lack of feelings like for you, but for some other people, it's like, just, you know, like I'm feeling so much that I actually literally have to shut myself off. It's a spectrum. It really is. And it, and even for me, just because I have sometimes where I don't feel, I have other parts of the cycle where I do feel something way more amplified than I should. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's never, you never see it until you're in it. And, you, and it's very hard to see exactly when it started or what started it. I have the type of depression that comes out of nowhere with zero triggers. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll just wake up one morning and feel off and not really understand where it's coming from. And a lot of times it's coming from very, very deep parts of me on the inside that either, you know, I try not to look at or I I need to do some work on or it's something that's tied to another thing that I'm doing in my life at the time. And it's... I'm glad now that I, that I have the tools to 
notice it for what it is. Um, I know I spoke to you the other day. I, I kind of found myself in one of the cycles and I said, you know, I know what this is. I know I'm depressed. I don't know why I'm depressed. Um, I'm just going to chill out here and see what's up and see yeah. how I can put it back in its box. But you know, it, it, it's something that when you, when you deal with it on a, on a constant basis, you have, you get forced into learning tools and how to put it away. Because so what are it, some of the tools that you, that you learned? I have a few. <laughs> um, well, the biggest one is astral journeying, mm-hmm. um, going inside, asking a spirit guide to show me why I'm depressed or what is wrong and where this deep soul ache lies. Um, another is I go and I I go outside, I watch the birds, um, I watch nature, I try to feel and, and, and feel in vibration with everything, with all the different relations in, in this world. I will go out and ground. Um, sometimes I'll even do sage, uh, I'll sage myself and smudge myself, you know, do or do uh, spiritual baths if it's really bad. I'll do a cycle yeah. of spiritual baths and I'll ask my ancestors to shine light and to sh- show me what's going on and to lead me forward. Um, I'll sage my house. I'll light white fires and stuff for my house. Um, I'll, I like to read. So I'll say, you know what, everybody, just leave me alone. I'm going to go outside and read. I'm just going to read a book about anything that has not, has no you know, connection to depression. <laughs> anything. I'll read Mr. Rogers' biography, all right? <laughs> I love Mr. Rogers. He's really like... He's really uh, like he's counter, too. yeah. He's yeah. counter depressive. You know, actually, some of my most depressed states I've actually sat and binge watched Mr. Rogers. That's great. Wow, <laughs> I have, I have, and Bob Ross too. Well, <laughs> you be my neighbor. <laughs> oh, Bob Ross is the happy trees guy. Yeah, no, he's the paintbrush guy. He used to come on off. Uh, after uh, Soul Train on PBS in the 90s. <laughs> As you I can was... tell, the TV raised me. <laughs> yes, me too. Because that's mom... how I remember things. I put them into context of like what happened on TV at that time. <laughs> My mom used to put us, um, put us all in the living room and shut the, uh, pull the drapes and make us watch Bob Ross to make us all calm down and go to sleep. So that she could, you know, do whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, my mom just used to yell at us. <laughs> Some threats. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, so all of that, um, everything that you said, especially the grounding for me, like going outside and just barefoot walking on the ground and on the earth, you know, really like helps bring in that energy and I move also it around use, a little bit. I also use crystal therapy too. Mm-hmm. Um, like what's ch- your favorite crystal? Chakra alignment. Yeah. Hematite's my favorite. It brings me right back into where I need to be. It purifies mm. any negative and turns it into, into um, neutral charged energy so that it can be recharged into positive energy. That's great. Um, I'll do meditations um, like chakra alignment meditations because a lot of times when I'm depressed, it's a chakra issue. There's some mm. kind of blockage going on. There's an energetic issue going on. Um, which is why like the spiritual baths work really well and, and smudging works really well. Yeah. I like, um, deep belly breathing where you stimulate the vagus nerve. Mm, yeah. So, 
because a lot of times like if there could be like just thoughts maybe that are circling again and again and again and so to you know meditate when you're letting those thoughts go and and connecting with another part of your body it sort of can help rebalance the situation also primal um primal scream and primal releasing (laughs) that's one i have not tried i can't Uh, do that here (laughs) yeah i do it in a very uh modern kind of way where I just scream profanity. Um, <laughs> like, what the hell is going on? But that's not the word you use. <laughs> no, I use it's a bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> oh, I get colorful. <laughs> I'm a wordsmith, now, all right? <laughs> is, this, is this when your whole family is home or is it when they're out? <laughs> Chica, I will do it at the grocery store if I need to. <laughs> All right. You know, I live my life out loud <laughs> and I yeah. dare somebody to tell me how to live my life. All right. <laughs> there you go. There you so go. if I need to curse obscenities in the middle of Walmart, well, guess who's yelling at Walmart? Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the perfect place to go yell. I right. <laughs> it's like that place is loaded with crazy people. They're just going to give me dirty looks. Nobody's going to say anything. I am guilty of being so lazy when I'm depressed. Like I was saying this last moon cycle, like I just laid on the couch for like three days and didn't do a damn thing around the house. Sometimes you need to just be, you know, know? sometimes it's hard to just be in in it, you know? So it's like anytime you add on any kind of physical activity or mental activity, it just exacerbates the, the depression and it makes it worse. But when I'm ready, I start employing some of these practices. Like I'll go outside. I'll make sure I water my garden and stuff, you yeah. know? See, I we can't be around do people. that tonight. I cannot be around people when I'm depressed. Like you will get the crazy side of me. You know? <laughs> and, it, and, it's, and it's not because I want to, it's just yeah. that's what comes out. You know, when I really get that bad, I, you know, anybody who knows me, you don't hear from me for a day or two. It's because I need to collect my energies and purify them before I try to interact with anybody else's energies. Because I'm yeah. not trying to push people away. That's not what I want to do. But unfortunately, when you have, when you're holding that kind of energy, it repels people, you know, whether you like it or not, you know, right? and you don't have any control over it. So anything else you want to add about depression? Um... I watch a lot of comedy. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that works. Yeah, it um, does. <laughs> I like to watch uh, old Chappelle reruns. Yeah. You know, smoke yeah. out and watch Chappelle reruns. <laughs> I'm like, please come back. Please bring the Chappelle show back. I'll watch a whole three more seasons. <laughs> no, I guess I would just say, you know, like hang, like, like, really just, you know, lean into it if you can and maybe try to look at things in a different way than what we were taught. I think that helps a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like really lean into your body, lean into your heart and see if there's messages in there that you might not have seen before or heard before, because, you know, what you're being told from the outside is that, you shouldn't feel this way, you know, like, well, you know what, we're human beings. We do feel this way from time to time, you know? Yeah. And I think that's about it. You know, like I, I, 
Yeah. What about you? I think it's it's really important to look at your your life as a narrative, you know, and you're the creator of this narrative. You can tell a story about tragedy or you could tell a story about triumph. It's really about what story you want to tell. Now, when you're in depression, you don't have to say and, and identify that depressive part with yourself. You can say, yes, I feel upset, but that's not really me. That's you know? a great and, point. And re-script that story into something more positive instead of looking at it through a negative lens, shine some light on it and say, all right, I'm feeling bad, but if I do this, this, and this, I may feel a bit better. Or maybe let me help somebody else because then I'm not paying attention to myself right now. I'm helping someone else. I'm being of service. Being of service really helps me when I get really down, um, being able to, to get out of myself and to use you know, my gifts to help others, I always feel good. Whether it's tying somebody's shoe or, you know, reading them their cards, however it is, however it comes, it's helping me feel like I'm getting outside of myself, you know? Yeah, that's beautiful. That's really nice to end on. Wonderful. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Definitely. Well, anyway, guys, you know, we're the Rebel Crows. Make sure you like, subscribe, and follow at Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on um, YouTube, and all major pod- podcasting platforms, um, Rebel Crow Psychic Show. You can see us on our website, rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. I'm Athena Silver. If you're looking to have a reading with me, um, you can reach out to me. My website is readingswithathenasilver.com. My Instagram is athena.silver, and my TikTok is athena underscore silver. How can they reach you, Anya? I am on Instagram and Facebook at Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R. And you can contact me if you're interested in a reading, a tarot reading. I'm here. Well, we want to thank you guys for hanging in on this kind of somber, you know, episode where we get deep and talk about, you know, our struggles with depression, you know. We are not saying that you should not reach out to medical professionals. If you need to, that's what you need to do. There is no judgment here. Both Anya and I have both seen professionals at one time or another, and they no shame in that. You know, you got to love yourself on all levels, whether that's, you know, getting help from, uh, you know, a counselor or, or a psychiatrist or, or a shaman. Whether that's, or a shaman, whatever you have to do to feel right and healthy, that's what you got to do. We're about health on all three levels, mind, body, and soul. So take care of yourself, guys. Take care of your community. Take care of your family. Take care of your friends. And we will catch you back here next week. Have a good night. Bye.